0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is Ricky. I'm the host of the podcast, and God has given me the gifts and talents to be able to do this. I used to be a videographer, and before that I was a broadcaster working in news as a reporter, anchor, even weather anchor, so I know how to shoot and edit and write. And so with that, I'm able to do this podcast and use those gifts and talents that I've learned from previous careers to put these podcasts together every week. It's a gift to do it, and I can honestly tell you that every week, God has provided the time to put this together. Today's gonna be a little bit of a different episode for us. Thank you so much for downloading it, and I pray, wherever you're heading, you're gonna go broadcast God's love, you're walking with your head held high, and you know that God will never fail you, Hebrews 13.5. So going into this episode, I wanna tell you guys up front I'm talking to the person who wants to be successful. I'm gonna share a piece of my testimony in this podcast episode. So if you want to be successful, if you want to be famous, if you're looking to get discovered, this is the episode you wanna listen to, this is the episode you wanna share with your friends. And I know that you're not here on accident. There is a reason why you downloaded this podcast why you're listening to me right now. And I just want you to know your life has meaning in Christ and that Jesus is the answer to whatever problem that you're facing right now. Whether it's selfishness, whether it's something you really, really want, Jesus is the answer. He can fill that void. But when I say that, do you believe it? And that's why I wanna talk to you today. I'm talking to the person who wants to be discovered. I wanna talk to the person today who wants to be famous and I wanna talk to the person who is looking to other things to get their validity. Here's my testimony. One day I saw a book at one of our local libraries in town that got my attention. It was a cream colored book with gold writing and it said in capital letters and bolded on the front, read this if you want to be Instagram famous. When you read the inside of the book, they tell you how others became Instagram famous and I hate to tell you all this, but I did buy the book because I wanted to know how I could be Instagram famous. I wanted that. But instead, I learned how others became Instagram famous. I know everyone's story is different, and I felt that their reason for success would not be mine. And thank God that's the truth. And it's the truth for you too listening because God gives the increase. And I learned that quote from Mark Batterson. He's a pastor. And he wrote a book called Win the Day. I highly recommend it. God gives the increase. We wanna put in good input. And I'll share a little bit more of that quote and that book with you later on in this recording. But I wanted clear points from that Instagram book to be famous. How do I do it? How can I be famous? Please tell me how, because I wanna be Instagram famous. The problem here is obvious, and maybe you can relate. I truly hope not but I have wanted to be famous since I was a little girl. My dad and I used to sit on the couch most nights and watch sports. We would watch Erin Andrews report live on television. She was and still is beautiful, smart, and funny. I wanted to be just like Erin. The problem was God's plans for Erin are different than they are for me. Kind of like how that Instagram famous book has all these different stories of other people And their story is different from mine. My story is different from yours. God knows the plans he has for you. God knows the plans he has for Aaron. God knows the plans he has for each person in that how to be Instagram famous book. I have confidence in this because I love God and trust God. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Do you love him? That is the question. If you love God, we know in all things, not some things, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Friends, you have been called. Your identity is in Christ. Listen in because this is for God's glory. This is not for mine. This is for his glory. God has plans for you. Lean into this, breathe in a sigh of relief knowing that it is not by your will, but it is God's will. Lord, not by my will, but your will be done. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. These are God's plans for you. These are not God's plans for us. This is not a we thing. The only team effort here is between you and Jesus. If you want a successful future whatever success means to you your future depends on committing your actions to the Lord committing your actions that's where you walk that's where you talk that's what you do commit your actions to the Lord it all matters all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose you have been called as a Christian if you're a Christian I pray you're a Christian as a Christ follower You have been called. I remember when I was young in faith and I would hear somebody say, those who are called. If you're a Christian, you have been called. Your identity is in Christ. Hallelujah. It is not in your last name. It is not in your job title. It is not in what you do. Your identity is in Christ. You have been called by Christ, for Christ and for his glory. And I think we miss that. I think we miss it because we want it to be for our glory. If you really think about it, okay, I'm being vulnerable here. I bought a book about how to be Instagram famous, okay? God has plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And so many people today struggle with the word hope. But God has a hope for you, a full hope life for you a rich life for you but our definition gets twisted what we see as rich what we see as successful gets twisted and our generation needs us to be clinging to god's word our generation needs the truth because our truth is false our truth is not correct i will never fail you and that's from god god will never fail you a follower of yours i'm not talking about social media we'll fail you. We'll fail you. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. God made us all different for good reason. Together, we are Christians. We are supposed to be unified in this. God's word is alive. It is true. It is accurate. Even the weird stuff, it's accurate. It's true. God made us in his image. We are called to be eager to maintain the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Through. That is such a big word. We are called to be eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace, in the bond of peace. Like throw up your peace signs, throw it up. (laughs) I don't know. Through the bond of peace, in the bond of peace. Peace doesn't look like shouting. Peace looks like love. Peace looks like caring. Peace looks like kindness. And peace might look like being silent. What is peaceful to you? Looking up at the sky and taking a deep breath is pretty peaceful to me. God is our peace and that breath he gave you that you just took right now is a gift from God. We are called to be eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. I'm talking to the young person right now who wants to be discovered. As the body of Christ, we have been given different gifts. Your life has meaning and purpose. You need to hear this today. As the body of Christ, we have been given different gifts that we are supposed to put into action into our daily lives for the Lord, for his glory. Just do it as Nike says, but how do you do it? God's word is very clear, Romans six through eight. God has given you gifts and talents to use for his kingdom. Are you using what God gave you to serve the people around you, not to broadcast your name, but to broadcast God's name, to broadcast his love, because it takes dying to ourselves. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophecy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. That's Romans 12, six through eight. Just do it as Nike says. What are the gifts and talents you have in you right now? You're called, your identity is in Christ. Just do it. Broadcast his love, not your love, not your identity of love, not what you think is love. Broadcast his love. Just do it, just do it, do it now. Brian Buffini says that, I love him. He's got a podcast, The Brian Buffini Show, but he always tells us, just do it. He's a Christian too. Love that podcast if you're looking for another podcast. But back to the message, okay. What I didn't understand as a child, and I hope to make clear to you here, was that God has unique plans for you as his child, but we must seek him first and commit our daily actions to him. Are we perfect? No. Am I perfect? No. I bought a book on how to be Instagram famous, not too long ago. This was recently. Why buy a book on how to be Instagram famous? Who cares? This life is about being lived for the Lord. He wants you and I to succeed after we individually, with God, commit what we do for Him and for His glory. So seek Him in everything first. And for me, that usually looks like praying or reading His word for clarity on anything and everything. Listening to people like Pastor Randy, which I'm about to talk about his message coming up, and just how he breaks down the Bible. It gives me so much peace but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Matthew six thirty three. This is not about Instagram. This is about your heart, your mind, and your soul. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. There's a pastor at Grace Church in Sebring, Pastor Randy Smith, He teaches God's word at the Great Commission Bible Institute. He has a super popular YouTube channel. It's called One Hour, One Book. He's got almost 30,000 subscribers. It's not about the followers. It's not about his followers. It's about the message that he's bringing, and he's bringing Jesus. So that's the answer we talked about at the beginning. The answer is Jesus. When you go to his site, when you watch him, you're learning about Jesus. It's not about him. It's definitely not about his attire. (laughs) Sorry, Pastor Randy, but it's about Jesus. On his YouTube channel, he talks about every book of the Bible. And he calls these videos simply one hour, one book, and then the name of the book he's breaking down for the listeners. His teachings to me are refreshing, breathtaking, miraculous. When I take notes and really absorb what he's explaining, it's like going on an adventure with Jesus from my desk chair. And that, friends is what it's like living for Jesus and with Jesus, a daily adventure. The video I listened to the other day and what I wanted to share with you was about Ephesians. His sermon gave me so much clarity on my identity being the same thing as my calling. So just picture that, your calling is your identity. His sermon was a game changer for my life and I'd like to share some of his message with you in hopes it changes how you see your true identity how you see your truth, as the young folks say. One hour, one book, Ephesians, Pastor Randy talked about as a Christian, you have been chosen by God and given an inheritance. This is as a Christian, okay? You've been chosen by God. You've been given an inheritance from the Lord and you have been adopted by God. And as his adopted child, yes, you, you've been adopted by God as his adopted child. As a Christian, you've been adopted by God and for God and he has put you first. He has put you first. Above the other children, as a Christ follower, as an adopted child, he has put you first. And he breaks it down more. So I'm gonna encourage you to listen to his message on that, and we're just gonna keep going with it. But if you're wanting more clarity on the full impact of Ephesians, what it means from Pastor Randy, you can go to a link in the description of this podcast. So this is such good news. This is awesome news. We've been adopted by God, we're first. Honestly, like if you wanna explain it like this, we're Instagram famous to Jesus. (laughs) He doesn't care about Instagram, but he can work through Instagram. You see what I'm saying? He doesn't want our value to be found in these worldly things. He wants his love to be broadcast through that. He's our strength. He gives us energy. He gives us breath. Life is a gift. Here's the challenging part of his message, the whole point that I'm talking about this. So sorry we went on a rabbit trail, but this is what I want you to know from his message. And this is what God revealed to me and I wanna share with you. The root of my issue of wanting to be famous like Aaron Andrews, like all those people in that how to be Instagram famous book, was I was believing the lie that my future insecurity would come from a life that looked like someone on TV or someone in that book. Success was looking good and being on TV. And I can tell you this, now as a 30-year-old, I've had a career in broadcasting. And I can tell you, this was before kids. I've done both, it's not fulfilling at all. Sorry to be a bummer, but it's true, truly. I had no idea what Erin Andrew's life looked like off camera, but the couple minutes she was on TV, that was it for me. I was all into my identity, being tied to my success. What was I gonna be? What was I going to do? What was I going to become? How much money was I going to make? Who was going to see me as awesome? My identity is tied to my calling. I believe that. I believe that right now. My calling is right now. It's not something I'm striving for. You see, if your identity is tied to your success, you'll be striving for what you think is successful, like I was But if you know your identity is your calling, you will be content. Truly, you can live your calling, your identity today, at this moment, right now, if you choose to follow Jesus with your whole heart. Here's how this practically looks in everyday life. No matter your age, this is for you. This is from God's word through Jesus' instruction while he was living and working for the Lord here on earth. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. This is from Matthew 16, 24 through 27. according to what he has done. What are you doing for the Lord? What are you doing for his glory, not for your glory? Pastor Nathan, my pastor at Upper Room Church, my family goes to that church. We love it out on Pensacola Beach. And I think it was a year ago or a couple years ago, he was encouraging people to do what they do for Jesus, to take their names off of the website, to take their picture off the website. You know die to yourself. It's not for your name. It's for God's name. It's for God's glory. That's what Jesus did on earth. And that's what we're called to do as Christians. So that way, when we see him, when we're we're face to face, when we leave this earth, we can look at God and be like, it was all for your glory. Like it was for your glory. You know, it wasn't back at me. It's not a mirror. It's looking up. It's looking right at God. It's for your glory, not my will, God, but your will be done. It's a mighty prayer. Do we believe it? Will we walk by faith and not by sight? As a child, I had this twisted, you guys. I was more about me achieving success than seeking God for success through His will and His power. Luke 22, 43, not by my will, but your will be done. That's the prayer I should have been praying. Over the years, I've learned a lot about my identity, and in sharing what I have learned, I pray it helps you understand your calling. Your calling is your identity. What is your calling? What is your identity? I believe my first idea of my true calling was when I was at a church camp in 2008. I was going into my senior year of high school at the time. The theme of the camp was broadcast. Simply the word broadcast. It was a massive camp. Thousands of high schoolers and middle schoolers were there. The week-long camp was in Daytona Beach, Florida, and it was all about Jesus. I actually saved the booklet they gave to all campers. I have it here with me right now. But it talks about what the week is going to look like. Every day there's moments for quiet time to journal and pray, and it's just really encouraging. I love the book. That's why I kept it. But I also felt like God had something really important to say to me through that, that I would carry with me through my whole life. And I believe that message is meant to be shared with you today. Like in this moment, right now, you are here for a reason. This is what's said in the book throughout the week, what we'd be doing. We would be looking at some of the messages that we broadcast to those around us. But we also want to look at what God is broadcasting to us. So this isn't just about what you're broadcasting to other people. This is about what God is pouring into you as well. Broadcast his love. What's he telling you? I thought that was pretty cool. According to the information in the book, it kept going saying that God communicates to us through his word and sometimes through people around us. Sometimes he just broadcasts his greatness through the incredible universe that he has created. God is a broadcaster, huh? God is a broadcaster. God broadcasts messages. God is telling me something, hmm. I thought at the time that this was really strange and it was really cool and selfishly, I wanted to know how God could use me to be a broadcaster because I wanted to be famous. I was like, this is it, he's discovered me. This is my calling, this is my purpose. I'm gonna be a broadcaster, I'm gonna be famous, I'm gonna be on the Today Show, I'm gonna be like Aaron Andrews, I'm gonna be skinny on TV. No, that is not how it works. That is not what life is all about. It's not about striving. It's about knowing your identity is in Christ as a Christian. When you're a Christian, your identity is in Christ. When you're not a Christian, your identity is not in Christ because that's not where your identity is. Does that make sense? Jesus is our savior. When you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you'll be saved. So if you confess right now that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that he rose from the grave, then you'll join us, you'll be a Christian. So. That's awesome, if you prayed that prayer, hallelujah. God came to seek the lost, and he's come for you. And I don't know what your story is, but he's come for you. You're not alone. God is here. God is not about division. He's about mending. He's about being near and next to the brokenhearted. He's about being with those who are crushed in spirit. Do you feel crushed? God has not abandoned you. He has not forsaken you. God has plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and a future. You see, as a child, I believed God called me to be a broadcaster on TV and shine his light through the work I was doing as a journalist. But the more I learned about who Jesus really is, his calling on earth, the more I learned how he called me to broadcast his love no matter where I am and no matter who I'm with, Currently, right now, in this season I'm in, I believe my calling is to broadcast God's love to my husband and my children. I am not perfect in doing this, but I believe it's my calling and I rely on Jesus. I trust Jesus. So when I mess up or when I'm upset or when I'm frustrated or when I'm feeling selfish, when I'm falling into sin is a simple way to say it, I can cling to Christ and Christ gives me instructions to get out of there, to get out of there, don't be next to temptation if that's what you're thinking about here. You don't even, you just wanna flee from it, you know? You wanna flee from temptation. You wanna run, not walk, flee from temptation. My calling is my identity. Pastor Randy said in a speech about Ephesians on YouTube, your call is your identity and understanding your call roots your identity. I want you to act the way you act because you are who you are. By the way, you can't act into being who you are you act because of who you are. End quote. You act because of who you are. You can't act into being who you are. Okay. You can't perform into being who you are. You act because of who you are. It's Christ through you that flows out. This isn't a forceful thing. This is a flow. Who are you? Rest in that. You're a child of God as a Christ follower. The truth is, as a Christian, you are a child of God. You are a child of light and love. Pastor Randy talks about this in his message that you're a child of light. You're a child of love. Please go back and watch his video on Ephesians because I'm not going to do it justice. But as a Christian, a growing Christian, leaning to Christ, drawing closer to Christ, you have been given the Spirit of God. Everything happens for a reason. It's not random that you're here. It's not random that you click this. Wherever you go next from this, it's not random. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you see it? Do you see it? God is doing a new thing. But we have to wake up and open our eyes to the vision that God is trying to show us. He's calling us to something greater than what we can see in this world. He's calling us to Him for His glory. It takes dying to ourselves. For the longest time when I looked in the mirror, I wanted to see a successful, skinny, sideline reporter with extremely well-trained athletes asking them questions that made sense, that were smart and witty, confident, and I looked strong and I felt strong, but now I know my strength comes from the Lord and through the Lord, for the Lord, I can live at peace. Using the gifts and talents he's given me, I pray that you understand that as well. It's not about striving. It's just about knowing right now today your calling and your identity are one. You are called by God and for God and for his purposes. I also understand that success has a different definition for everyone. Maybe your definition of success is a mansion. Maybe your definition of success is a paid mortgage. Maybe your definition of success is is a corner office and a very tall tower. I don't know what your definition of success is, but according to an online definition of the word success, it means the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, and some of the synonyms are gonna hit home, okay? Some of the synonyms for the word success are victory, triumph, and accomplishment. Guess what those three words mean? Jesus has the victory. Jesus has triumphed over the world. Behold, I have overcome the world. Accomplishment. All that we have accomplished, God, you've done it for us. When I read God's word, I understand my complete surrender to Him with everything, every day, first thing, and throughout each day is a huge success. Lord, you establish peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. Isaiah 26, 12. In Deuteronomy, it says, God not only will fight my battles with me, but he will give me the victory. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Deuteronomy 20, verse four. When we're walking with Christ, he's going to give us the victory. He's gonna give it to us through our Lord Jesus Christ. Exodus tells us to be silent and the Lord will fight for you. You don't have to fight. The Lord will fight for you. Exodus 14, 14 is such a good clarity verse on that. The Lord will fight for you. Be still, be silent. The Lord will fight for you. You don't have to get angry. God's got this. Trust him, putting on the full armor of God. One Corinthians 15 verse 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. You might not see something as a victory, but he's got the victory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I just love that it's through him. Same thing with us. Through Jesus. Through Jesus, we're able to do these things. Remembering Pastor Randy and his ideas on our identity being our calling, he said, your identity has everything to do with how you behave. How do you behave Daily, what are you broadcasting to others? Truly, I think I have behaved like someone who wants to be famous, but also loves God and knows a better future, and a more fruitful and successful future is with Him. As a mom with two healthy boys and an extremely handsome husband, in a job I love in a city I adore in a church I admire, I can understand how God will do immeasurably more than I could hope or imagine. Ephesians three twenty but it hasn't always been this way. I am learning how to die to myself daily, I am learning how to pick up my cross and follow Jesus daily. I am learning how to seek Jesus in all things. I am learning how to pray. I am learning how to be silent. I am learning how to give God the glory in the good and the bad times. I'm learning how to say thank you, God. I'm learning my calling is my identity. And I'm learning that Christ has given me the victory. He's given it to me. He just needs me to be silent and he wants the same for you. He has given me me the Holy Spirit to broadcast God's love to everyone I'm in front of, not just on a camera, but to people I see and do life with, not just through this microphone, but to the person I'm about to go see when I get my hair cut, not just while editing this content, but also when I leave the editing bay and go do life with other people. It's important that we show up. And when we do show up, we broadcast God's love. We broadcast God's love if you need to rest, that's different. You know, if you're doing too much, that's different when I say show up. But if you're doing something, if you've got stuff to do, if you're going for it, if you're just doing it, just do it for the Lord. Just do it for the Lord. It's not about an accomplishment because all that we've accomplished, he's done it for us. It's about Jesus. Jesus is the light. And we as Christians, myself included, should be humbling ourselves daily in a way that we're drawing people to the light within us. That's Jesus alone. And sometimes I think we get that twisted. Jesus is the light within us. It's not us, not by my will, but your will be done. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 clearly describes what I'm talking about. This is a really encouraging verse, so I'm so excited to share it with you all. And if this is new information to you, I'm so thrilled because it's good news. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The good works in you that you're doing in humility, in love, with God's grace to others, because you've been given so much grace, we've been given so much grace. That light that they see should be a reflection of God in you and through you for his glory. So let your Jesus, let your light shine. Let your Jesus shine today through you. You are beautiful. I know it. I know you who are listening. You are beautiful but do we believe god's word do we believe what it says let your light shine before others have confidence in that walk today with your head held high knowing that jesus rose from the grave and he has the victory he's let us do a bunch of really cool stuff thank you jesus for that i've heard several guests on the podcast say how you start something is how you'll end it so start your day in prayer and end it that way what good advice you know Start your career, if you're young or if you're older, start your job with Jesus, start your day with Jesus. Walk with him through each building you enter, each conversation you have, and every argument that you choose not to have because you're choosing to be silent and let God move instead. He will give you the victory. If you feel like you're faced with temptation, flee, flee, flee. Flee. This is your sign if you feel like you're walking into something where you'll feel like you'll be tempted to argue or whatever. Flee. Don't get close to it. Don't get near to it. So Mark Bowderson has this book, Win the Day. We talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but I really want to read this about how God gives the increase. And it says this, Don't worry about the outcomes. Focus on the inputs. We plant in water, but God gives the increase. Let me ask you a simple question. If you plant carrot seeds, what do you get? The easy answer is carrots. What about pumpkin seeds? The obvious answer is pumpkins. What if you don't plant anything? You might think the answer is nothing, but you actually get weeds. The simple truth is this. You cannot break the law of sowing and reaping. It will make or break you. And that's from page 183 of his book, When the Day. God gives the increase focus on your inputs let's make it good inputs let's give the glory to god for his glory here's one of my favorite verses about god giving us accomplishments and achievements and we've already shared it once but i'm bringing it home again because it's so direct it's so clear what do you want to do do you want to be successful great be successful here's how you do it proverbs 16 3 commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Whatever your definition of success is today, even if you don't know what your definition of success is, even if you're young enough where you're thinking, I don't know what I wanna do, but I wanna be successful. Good, good thinking. God put that in you. Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy, Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys, and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charlotte the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at LaurelOakInn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest.